There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 9 of season 1 of Superstition. Okay. I'm telling you, these things just get weird. They're like, let's put them all for the last couple weeks and screw with everybody. Yeah. So, jump into the ratings news. Alright, episode 9 brought in a 0.08 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.283 million viewers. Bringing it up to the 91st rated cable show of the day. Numbers are getting better. But they're still not as good as I think they should be. Seriously. Right. I agree. I agree. They should be a lot better for as quality a show as this is. And everybody really needs to get on board with this show. Right. So let's jump into episode nine, shall we, Steve? All right. Uncle Bubba. Garby and Ross venture into this slays me an old house no they're in the hastings house (laughs) so it's like who created this little synopsis they didn't watch the episode no they did this was the sci-fi release too it's like uh guys you need to be a little bit um maybe you need to watch it uh, yeah with your releases here because no this isn't what happened (laughs) uncle bubba came over with a clock a mysterious clock which traps Garvey and Russ. Yes. Calvin, Isaac, May, and B's cousin Leon try to free them. Is it like a thing with everybody kind of south of me? They have an Uncle Bubba. <laughs> because I swear to God, everybody I know who's been from either the southeast or southwest has a cousin or uncle named Bubba. It's weird. It- and seeing that I was born and raised in Oklahoma and living in Texas... I do not have any relative whatsoever that goes by Bubba. Okay, you're like the one person then, (laughs) I swear. It's kind of weird. Yeah, even though my mom's side of the family were farmers, none of them went by Bubba. No. (laughs) Yes, Jess, who came from Texas, has an Uncle Bubba. And a couple other people that I know have cousins or uncles that go by Bubba. It's weird. So when I see this, I'm like, all right, this must really be a thing. So knowing that you are breaking the mold here for me, so maybe it's just a coincidence for most. Must be. And maybe some of my cousin's kids that are now grown, one of them might go by Bubba. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, you're right. This was not about a house. It was a creepy clock. That looked like an old house. Right. I think whoever did it just didn't read it. So. Yeah, they didn't. Whoever was supposed to proofread the press release did a horrible job. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Somebody needs their hand slapped. Yeah. 
But we open with what looks to be the perfect day. There's no dead people. There's no pesky infernals or any kids at home for being Isaac. And they are free to enjoy themselves without interruption. Except. Yeah. Oops. Maybe not. They notice that the lock on the door has been turned upside down. He knows that this is something that somebody that is superstitious might do. Right. It was weird. It's not a superstition I'd ever heard of either. No, me neither. And so they get into the house and they pull their weapons and they find these Uncle Bubba in the house. Yeah. And he was kind of weird. I know. Surprise, surprise. But he's like a tailor. Yeah. Who is weirdly like, oh, let me, let me measure you. It's like, what? What kind of weird thing are you doing? This doesn't seem normal. Unless you're a tailor. I, I guess. I don't know. I still think it's a bit over the top for a tailor. Oh, well, yeah, Uncle Bubba was definitely over the top. <laughs> there was no doubt about that. Of mm. course, Bee's ecstatic to see him there. Isaac is not. Right. <laughs> because but he was about to get... He had some alone time with his wife, and then not so much alone time. Right. And apparently, Isaac probably doesn't think a whole lot of Uncle Bubba, that's for sure. Yeah, Gonna have to agree with you, because he just seemed really put off that Uncle Bubba was there. Right. And unfortunately, he's got a sticky situation on his hands, because somebody gave him a funky clock, and now there's this spirit in the clock that's won't leave him alone. And he didn't exactly say how it won't leave him alone. Right. He just can't get rid of it. Yes. And of course... B definitely digs at uh, Isaac by uh, saying, Tick-tock, you got to fix Bubba's problem before uh, we can have our time together. Yeah, he didn't seem too keen on that either. Like, "Mm? no, Bubba, you got the worst timing. Yes. Now, of course, Garvey and Russ show up and also get to meet Uncle Bubba. Now, of course, Garvey's... Knows him very well, apparently, because they talk like they're long-lost friends. Right. And, of course, Bubba's got to start measuring and is impressed with his measurement. It was so weird because it comes out that Bubba's able to know if somebody's a good match based on their measurement. Yeah. And that was just weird. But, apparently, Garvey and Russ are not a bad match. Yeah. And Bubba's like, all right, kids, I got to go talk to the grown-ups, but hey, don't touch the clock, because if you touch it in a certain way, bad things happen. And that just seems like, don't look under this cover, because it's bad. Yeah, it's okay. Don't eat these cookies I'm putting out, because they're for company. It's all of those things that's like, yeah, it just seems a little too tempting. Right. And of course, because Russ still doesn't know exactly what's going on, he runs over there and picks it up. Yeah. Big surprise. Yeah. Garvey tells him he better put it down, but it's too late as it sucks both of them into the 
Yeah, this is why you don't touch things you don't understand, Russ. Yeah, and if you're in the Hastings house, 99% of what's in there, you won't understand. Right? And this kid. Like, I, I was almost worried that somehow Russ was a plant. Right. But, yeah, maybe, maybe it worked out. Maybe it doesn't. We'll find out in shortly. Yeah. Now, we do find out that Bubba is also an escapee from a local friendly mental institution. Which I thought was funny because at first, I didn't catch that. Right. It was later on. Like, oh, okay. That's what you mean. Yeah, it would be offered to take him home. And then it clicked for me. I went, oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah, it took him. It wasn't clicking, though, at all. So Bubba also has to actually give up the real story. Of the clock. He's like, yes. well, yeah, I got it from a clockmaker whose wife I slept with a couple times. But, you know, no biggie. It was yeah, a gift. Yeah, I wasn't giving her any attention. I swear you seen and heard Isaac's eyes roll. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, this guy. And, he, and then he turns around and gets a loan from the guy and doesn't pay it back. Yeah. So like, oh. Let's just top the bad juju on there. Yeah. And... Even as our team of Isaac and B are trying to help Bubba, he still has to screw this up. It's like, Bubba, stop talking. Let them do what they do. Yeah, as B goes out and sees that both the kids' cars are there, they aren't answering anybody's call from the house, so of course they have to be inside the clock. Bad things. Bad things. Very bad things. <laughs> and we get to see them in the clock. And Russ is like, oh, maybe we just need to touch one of these other clocks. And they go, no, 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 no. Don't touch things. You couldn't figure that out the first time when you got sucked into crazy clock dimension? Yeah. Very Alice in Wonderland. Yes. But man, Garvey's like, no. no. We don't know where we'll end up. It could be even worse. Yeah. And it ends up cutting him. Yes. And they focused on the blood on the clock, and I'm like, oh, man, what does this mean? Right. Like, I thought it was going to be something crazy serious about it, but it didn't do what I thought it did. Right. So, of course, Isaac calls Calvin and tells them, Calvin and May, to go get Taggart. Who was the clockmaker. Right. And B sets up the Ouija board on the clock's face to try to communicate with it. And sure enough, we find out the clock spirit's name is Agnes. It's like, okay, good. We, we're starting. We're getting some information. Yeah. Except Bubba decides to step in. It's like, listen, Angie, stop. I swear this was reminiscent of when I was in San Diego trying to get a hotel for the next year's San Diego Comic-Con. Right. And they kept saying... Is it for Comic-Con? And Jason's like, yes. And I'm like, shut up. No. They can't. Give it to exactly. You. They can't rent a room during Comic-Con. So shut up. And yeah. it, it was the same thing that happened because every time, yes, no. And you seen B look at Bubba like, shut up. I'm working here. Right. And of course, the clock says, oh, I'll just snatch Isaac and Bubba as well. And Isaac was ticked, too. Like, seriously, why'd you have to bring me into this? Yeah. <laughs> I was having a good day with my wife. 
now I'm stuck at his damn clock with you, trying to find my granddaughter and her boyfriend. Because you had to go and screw it all up. Yeah. And I swear, when you had Calvin show up with May and Taggart, B was already kind of pissed at this point. She's like, Oh, yeah. Not only is my husband and uncle in there, my granddaughter and her boyfriend are in there. If you don't get them out, I might have to hurt everybody. I love it. He, yeah. all Taggart was able to focus on was, Oh, good. Bubba's in there. No, no, yeah. no. You don't understand. And Calvin's like, All right, I'm going to beat you down. Yeah. <laughs> because my daughter and my dad's in there. You need to tell us what's going on. And he's like, whatever, thinking like he's a cop because May's there. Right. And he's like, okay. No, he's the cop. I'm not. Right. We're not playing good cop, bad cop here. Yeah, no. We're playing by the rules and with no rules. You don't seem to get it. Yeah. And B actually stops Calvin. Right. And this is what was really great because B's like, we don't do this. And drags him out of the room. Leaves Taggart alone in the room. Right. And suddenly. Well, no, because she pulls me out and then suddenly oh, yeah, puts. Right. Let's the cat go in there, but takes the collar off of the cat. Oh, yeah. And it sounds like it's a freaking panther. Yeah. All the, uh, really makes me wish we had a little bit more story with that. Yeah. We definitely need more story with this black cat. Because then, like, she. Gr- Grabs the cat, puts the collar back on, and the cat's just a cat. But the guy is freaked the hell out and will tell yeah. them anything. Yeah, <laughs> everything. So apparently this clock had a spirit because it was like a poltergeist trap. Right. So who knows what the hell is actually in there at this point. Yes. But we find out the guy who's been like feeding the clock, basically. So that doesn't seem like that's a good idea. No, not at all. And, well, Russ and Garvey are inside, and they do end up finding, like, whoever Agnes is. Right. Who's the main spirit. And Tagger, you know, thinks he's going to be able to control the clock, because he has been able to up until now. Right. Until he's like, all right, fine, move out of the way, I'll talk to Agnes. And he's like, Agnes, this is your master. And, well, no, he's not anymore. No. That's what you get for playing with things you don't understand. Yeah. And somehow I need Russ to understand this, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because she's drawing her energy from all the other spirits that have been trapped in the clock. All 83 of them. Yeah, that's quite a few people that Taggart has decided to feed to the clock. Right. That are all inside each of the clocks themselves. So you've got clocks inside of clocks. Yeah. Great. And but she has realized that Isaac is immortal. Right. And there's all sorts of magic there. Yeah. <laughs> this may be my ticket out of here. Which, of course, is never a good thing. Not at all. But she ends up trapping Garvey and Russ in a closet, separating them further from Isaac and Bubba. So Garvey has no choice but to work the magic angle. Which is interesting, because we didn't know she knew anything about it. Right. Well, we didn't know how much she knew about it. Oh, that's true. We saw the one scene with her and May at the police station where she 
got upset and the lights flicked. Right. So you kind of knew that, yeah, she's got some powers, and does she know how to control them or not? That's been the question. Yeah. yeah, that's been the question. We didn't know. And she ends up breaking off a clock hand, carves a rune in her skin, and bam. Right. She was able to at least keep them safe. Right. And Russ is going all freaky deaky because all of a sudden his girlfriend's got powers. Right. But it seems like she doesn't have enough juice to keep them safe. So he's like, here, use some of my blood. And so she puts the rune in his hand, too, and then they hold hands. Right. And it, it was enough to keep them safe, at least for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. Until they thought she had left. And you're like, all right, good. They're going to be safe. They're going to be able to get to Isaac and Bubba, but not so much. Right. And that just zapped all of Garvey's strength. So Russ is carrying her. And suddenly, oh, look, here's Agnes. Because he thinks, well, we're back at the door. We're going to get out. Nope, there's Agnes. Nope, not at all. Right. You're coming with me. Although, for a minute, because Agnes is like, give me the girl and you can go free. And he put her down for for that moment. I'm like, oh, my gosh, is he going to be that guy? And all right, bye. Yeah. You had to have a split second of doubt there. But he didn't. He tried to fight Agnes. That didn't work out so well, though. No, <laughs> but at least he tried. Yes, so I felt better. For Gar- yeah, trying to protect Garvey, so that was the most important thing. But they wake up, and they've been affixed to giant clock hands ticking down the minutes they have to live. Yeah, because that's not creepy. No, not <laughs> at all. And, of course, she lets them know that, yes, she wanted to trap Garvey inside the clock, so she could lure Isaac in there and drain him of his immortality. Oh, that's not what looking well new? for our people. Yeah. What else is new? Right. Of course, Isaac and Bubba decide we need to split up, and Isaac does find Russ and Garvey and is about to free them when Agnes surprises him and shoves a pendulum through his body. Ouch. It had really cool special effects in this episode. I'll say that. Yes. Yes. Absolutely did. And I mean, Isaac is like, yeah, this ain't happening because he, he tries to fight her and then she like keeps reproducing herself. Yeah. <laughs> I love it because then she says something like, well, you can't fight all of us. It's like, really? Yeah. Maybe he can. You don't know. Right. So meanwhile, May and B are busy reading the clock and it's not for the time. Seems to be a message. But from from whom? Yeah, from whom? So they take the clock to the alchemy room and find out that, yes, Bubba was able to get the word out to them. So inside the clock, Bubba goes around smashing the little clocks to release those spirits. And that drains Agnes of her powers. So as she's sufficiently weakened, Isaac is able to overpower and knock her to the ground. Bubba draws a bolt of lightning that emanated from the alchemy room as it comes into the clock and grabs Isaac and Russ and Garvey and uses the energy to transport them out of the clock. Because he's been hit by lightning 47 times. I know, it was so weird. I'm like, it was 40 sometimes. I'm glad you had the exact amount. It's like, how do you even survive that? 
Yeah, the way he describes it, tells them, yeah, you got to have your feet very well planted. Yeah. <laughs> no trouble. So they all managed to get out and survive, but it seems like Agnes didn't survive. But I'm not sure, because yeah. they, they didn't say for sure that she was dead, no, right? No, they didn't. Well, they didn't know for sure. The important thing was they got out. What was going on inside? We don't really care as long as it can't get out. Yeah, <laughs> true. He can lock it up somewhere in the alchemy room. Right. So, of course, Bubba is now ready to go home. Enough with the insanity at the Hastings house. And, of course, B just offers to drive him back. Poor Isaac. And you <laughs> see the look on Isaac's face just slowly drop. Poor Isaac. But he did get a, a cloak out of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uncle Bubba, who had brought a dress for Garvey, also brought a matching cloak for Isaac. So now Bubba and Isaac could be twinsies. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think he was too keen on that. He's like, oh, really? Yeah. Not my style. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, thanks. Apparently, poor Isaac will never have some grown-up time with B. At least not for this episode. Yes, absolutely not. Because who knows how long it's going to take B to drive in there and drive back. Right. But then we see Calvin and May sitting down and having a little chat. I was not prepared for this. No, not at all. As May is questioning whether or not she and Calvin are moving too fast in their relationship. And maybe they need time apart. What? Right? You had 16 years. Yeah. Isn't that enough? But she wants Calvin to move on and not to wait. And I think he was just absolutely devastated. Oh, absolutely. I think the fans are devastated. Yes, <laughs> they are. So we can only Did hope. not expect to see that. We can only hope they're going to come together. Yeah. So, wow. Wow. Yes. So what do you guys think what is going to happen? Yeah, what is it about the Hastings family that just brings trouble? Because, what, we had the aunt and now Uncle Bubba, and both of them have brought trouble. Right. Maybe this extended family is the problem. Who knows? Yeah. Could be. So what do you guys think? Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Let us know what you think about the show, what's happening. Uh, rate and review us on all the, the podcatchers and iTunes, of course, because that's like the main one you're finding us on, I'm sure. Good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Please tell your friends about the show because I think this has just been an amazing show and we definitely need more people watching this. Yes, we do. Hopefully the Live Plus 7, even though they aren't top 25, that they're good enough to get another season, hopefully. Let's hope. All right. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. Y'all look like Bonnie and Clyde coming in here, man. And until next time. <laughs>